Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast, episode 1050. This is my interview with Rebecca Babcock, and we're discussing lifestyle satisfaction. Enjoy. Hello, Rebecca. Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. Great to have you here this morning, or today, I should say. Morning for you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And how's your afternoon or evening? It's wonderful. I just had a nice run outside with my dog, so I'm I'm tucked in and excited to have a conversation with you. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What's your background and what are you currently doing? So, yes. So I'm a 21-year corporate veteran, if you will. So I, um, I'm from New York, or I'm really yep. from Connecticut, but I've been in New York um, climbing that corporate ladder for the last 21 years. And about a year ago, I decided that I... I really felt like I had it all on paper, uh, you know, the career, the apartment, the New York City lifestyle. But truthfully, I felt kind of meh. I felt fairly uninspired and sort of like, what's it all for? And I truthfully went out looking for somebody who could help me better align the things I'm passionate about. And I feel give me a purpose when I get up in the morning with a way to make money. And I had a really hard time. I found a lot of career coaches, air quote, who would help me with my LinkedIn profile or my resume um, and a lot of life coaches that were going to help me discover the meaning of life. But it felt like there was nobody in between who was helping me to find a way to have meaning and purpose in my career, but also make money. Right. Because that's I I actually. um there's a lot of info up right up front, but then we can talk more about it. So I have a chronic autoimmune disease. I've had it since nice. I was 16. Yep. And when I was 38, I had my entire colon removed in an emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. And I actually went on to have five surgeries over two and a half years to totally rebuild my digestive tract without a colon. Yep. So my sort of my life mantra, my hashtag, if you will, is no colon still rolling. And obviously that means more than just not having a colon. That means that's sort of my approach towards life. It's sort of like, let's, you know, Mm. let's figure it out. Let's make the best of it. Let's keep moving forward. And truthfully, after all those surgeries and stuff, I was like, okay, you know, I would work so hard between each surgery to get better enough to go back to work. And I'd go back to work. And then finally, when there were no more surgeries, I was like, I don't know if I feel very inspired by, you know, I've survived, but am I really thriving in my life? And that's when I started the journey of looking for somebody to help me do that, or it started looking introspectively at myself. It took me a couple more jobs to actually, you know, pull the trigger and, and start my own thing. But yeah, that's a little bit about. Good background. Um, Adversity throughout that as well. And, and I guess a point in life where a lot of people get to um, with this lack of uh, meaning, I suppose, lack of pers- purpose in what they're doing, um, just a, a, a lack of understanding and direction, which I think we all jump onto this this career bandwagon, you know, going along this roller coaster ride of jobs, et cetera, um, but never really connecting the lines with who we are within, yeah? Yeah, and I think that what I discover with my clients mostly is that this isn't necessarily the person. I would love for this to be someone as soon as they get out of university and they're having this introspective journey. But generally what I think is true, mm. and Lee, tell me if you've experienced this as well, which is sort of, at least in the States, you grow up, you go to, you get into college, that's your goal. Then you get through college, your goal is to get a job, you know, like a J-O-B. Yeah. And you get that first job and you, you know, it's so hard to get that first job and then you get it. 
and you just kind of go with it. Next thing you wake up and you're likely in your mid thirties, early forties, and you've got a mortgage and you've got kids and you're not really sure if you chose your career or if your career chose you. Because Mm. at this point you just got the promotion. You took the next job. You, you maybe thought around 26, 27, do I enjoy this? Maybe I want to do something different, but you're like, uh, I, I, what am I going to do? I'm going to start all over. I don't know what I would do instead. So you kind of stay on the same path. And then you wake up and you say, who am I to go on this introspective journey and discover what I'm really passionate about? I've got too many responsibilities now. And, you know, sadly, a lot of people just keep trudging along and, you know, they, we all talk about having work-life balance. And it's like, at some point you start losing even what you're balancing your work with, because, you know, it's just, you're trudging along in life. Like what are your passions outside of work? Who knows? I work so much. Maybe if I worked less, I would know what they are. And it just, I just didn't want to live that way anymore, but I also Mm. didn't want, I didn't feel like because I'm, I got divorced when I was young, I was 31 years old. So I have to be financially independent, obviously. And I have a chronic autoimmune disease. So I have to make enough money to cover medical expenses. So you know, that was where the life coaching didn't Challenge. really work for me. It was like, yeah. follow your bliss. And I was like, cool. I also have to pay to live. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't just run around telling people I don't have a colon and to live their best life. I need to actually make some money. So. Yeah. And I think part of the journey in life is is to go on that journey, you know, and, and you explained it fairly, fairly well. I think for, for a lot of people can connect to that where we do, we get the job and, and you know, our career chooses us and, it's hard to jump off that because, yeah, we have, you know, certain lifestyle expectations that we've set up for ourselves, um, bills to pay, things like that. Uh, but there is this big push in this um, in this world today to follow passions and have purpose and live your dreams and earn lots of money, um, but sometimes easier said than done, right? Absolutely. And there's some a piece of advice that I give everybody. So here's some free coaching for everybody. Don't quit your job. You know, don't be part of this great resignation, if you will, because it's one thing to know what you're running from. And we all discovered this during COVID and you don't like your commute. And actually, when you don't have any of the perks of being in the office with other people, you realize your actual job is boring and you don't get free lunch and everything is just monotonous. But here's Mm. the thing. Don't quit your job right now because it's one thing to know what you're running from. But you need to be just as clear about what you're running towards. Yeah. Or you're going to quit your job. You're going to take six months off because you're so burned out. And then you're going to go right back and find the same kind of job. Because generally, our exhaustion, our burnout, our disappointment with our work has a lot to do with us, too. Mm. If we don't know, you know, the, the old saying, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So yeah. quit yeah. your job if you're ready to do the the work to figure out what you should be doing instead. But if you're just defining quitting because you don't what of what you don't enjoy or what you don't like, more than likely you should just stay working, get the health insurance and the benefits and you know, get your bonus check and work, you know, work more on what the plan is for what you want next. Yeah. Okay. So don't just pack it all up and and hope for the best. You actually have to have some sort of a, a plan and an idea of which one. Otherwise, you'll just be on a, a sort of lost path. Yeah, and it'll be a wonderful six months and you'll blow through your savings and you'll do all the things on your bucket list. And then you're going to have to go back to work with no better idea of, you know, how to how to find more joy this time than you did last time. Yeah, so you which said when you... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, just going to say, when you got to that point in your life, 
did you have uh, external help like a coach or someone to guide you on that or you just couldn't find anyone in that space to do that? I really couldn't find someone who was specializing in this way. Okay. So I basically, the Babcock method, which is my company, it's the trademark system that I use. I used it on myself first, right? And I tested all this out and I did it the hard way and I took two more jobs and bumbled along And then when I realized how impactful it was and that it wasn't just something where I could help myself, but something I could help other people, that's when I discovered that this is what I wanted to do professionally. Because most people assumed I would become a coach around chronic health or chronic pain or, you know, these sorts of silent diseases or all that kind of stuff. And my feeling with that is that was my own sort of willpower and personal drive that got me up and out of bed after each one of those surgeries and kept me going and keeps me going now. I don't really have much to coach on that, but I, I discovered a foundational, a series of foundational principles in what I was doing that, that are something I can share and teach with others. Okay. Can we, um, can you, can you share or do you mind sharing with us the Spabcock methods? So now, we don't have a visual in front of us, so I'll do my best to be an auditory teacher and, and learner right now. So I want you to picture a pyramid that has four different sections of it, okay? Yeah. And the bottom of that pyramid is awareness. Gotcha. And then one step up on the pyramid from awareness is action. Yeah. Then the third up on the pyramid is confidence. And the tippity top of the pyramid, the top of the triangle is choice. So... On a base level, most coaches, and certainly all people, we're doing it all wrong because we're so busy on the second rung of this pyramid. We're so busy in action. We're doing and doing and doing, and we're humans doing, right? And, oh, I can't go on an introspective journey. I've got got 10 things on my... I have so much to do. I have so many responsibilities. I can't do this stuff. I've got kids. I got a job. I got this. I got that. And if you're not careful, your to-do list becomes your five-year plan, which Mm -hmm. becomes your 10-year plan, which becomes your life. Because we're just so busy doing. Yeah. So the big work here, what changes? So if you go hire a coach right now, they're going to tell you, do this to your resume, change this thing, interview in this way, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. What's required baseline of happiness, success, fulfillment is becoming aware. Mm -hmm. What is it that you enjoy? What are your passions? What are your values? What are your strengths and capabilities? What industry will you do well in? What skills do you have? What experience can transfer? Why? What's your why for working? It's sort of like, I look at it like this, Lee. You weren't paying attention to your left foot until I just mentioned it. Mm. And if all of us are running around only using our right foot, busy, busy, busy in action, we're missing out on all these opportunities that require being aware of your left foot. Yeah. So the idea is I start with this baseline of awareness. We need to get into this. And this isn't just career. This is life. You know, this is what motivates you, what works for you, what does it, what's draining your energy, what's, What should you be doing more of? What should you be doing less of? And from there, you take action. 
And that's that's aware, empowered action, right? You're taking action on what actually works for you and what's serving you and what isn't. Yeah. Okay. So first step is to to build our awareness. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And I mean, you talk to a lot of the the people in success field that talk about, um, you know, preparation and planning, how important that is um, in our careers, for example. But we spend little time doing that and more time just in action. But if we actually spend more time in the planning and preparation stage, the action part would be a lot more purposeful. Um, So same in life, you're sort of suggesting that awareness is the bigger piece first that we should spend a lot of our time in before action. And I can't tell you how many people, including myself, have just sort of picked up what we think our life is supposed to be and what we think our values are supposed to be. You're supposed to be married by this age, have kids by this age, have this job by this age, buy this house at this age. That many of us aren't aware if that's even our goal yeah. or our passion. We're just sort of, you know, we we pick up the stories. And, and for many people, that is their goal. But, you know, be aware of what you really care about. So to your point that when you take action, it's really far more effective. So the third rung up on that is confidence. So using what I call a mastery mindset, which is the idea of you don't win or lose, you win or learn, that allows for a tremendous amount of confidence to be built. If you're aware of what you really want, you take action towards it. Let's just say we're talking about interviewing. When you interview, if you get the job, great. If you don't, you go right back to the bottom of that pyramid. You say, what is now? What am I now aware of that I wasn't before? What did I learn from this experience? What's the feedback that I got? So that yep. the next time I take action, I can build more confidence. So that you end up winning more often than learning because you're going through this process, which ultimately brings you to the top of the pyramid, which is being in choice of your life. Yeah. Co-creating yeah. your own life experience, regardless of how, as I like to say, how lifey life gets. I mean, this is coming from somebody who you know, has had an illness their whole life, got divorced at 31. That wasn't the plan, but still has managed to maintain the awareness, the action, the confidence, because I'm going to be able to, I know who I really am. I know what my strengths and capabilities are. So I know how to continue to choose what's right for me in any right. situation. Yeah. So it's really a system too of, of taking responsibility for your life. Right. And it's not, the thing is, is, it would be fantastic if everyone could just do that on their own. But the challenge is, again, if you aren't paying attention to your left foot, we're all trying the best we can. We're all doing the most we can. But if you use that filter of don't quit your job through the same pyramid idea, stop. Because it, quitting is just taking action. Mm. Stop, become aware of what you really want so that when you quit, you can take action towards what you do want and really make sure the next job is something you enjoy, which will build confidence and allow you to feel like you're in choice of your life. Well, it's that attention bias, isn't it? Like if you don't know where you're heading, then you're just going to head in the direction you've always known. So going back to a level of awareness where you can explore things um, in a little bit more comfort, I suppose, without this sense of being pushed, um, then hopefully that will open up opportunities that may change that attention biases too. Exactly. You got it. What, Lee, you, what, you want to um, come work in sales for me? <laughs> yeah. What this level of awareness, um, I mean, at a macro level, because I think you can apply this, like you said, in that interview situation where you can run through this sort of process and have the learning and, you know, develop the uh, the ultimate um, base of awareness further as you go. But as a macro sort of level, how do you help people build this level of awareness in their life? 
Any strategies so, or tools that you yeah, use? Yeah, there's a lot of strategies, and there's a big tool that mm-hmm. I use. So I'll just just to give an idea, also another great area to do this in is dating. Mm-hmm. Figure out who you want to be dating, so yeah. that when you take action and choose to go on a date. You can show up if it goes well, you win. If it doesn't go well, you go back to awareness. You know, so this this same filter can be used in interacting with your kids. It can be used with a tough boss. It can be used in every aspect of your life. Gotcha. So, how do we build awareness? Yeah. Well, so my undergrad degree is in human and organizational development with a focus on leadership and entrepreneurship. So I've taken every assessment possible. Myers Briggs. Yeah. Tony Robbins disc assessment, you know, all of the things. And so I I kind of think assessments are eh, not terribly personalized. I found an assessment that I couldn't believe in more. And there's a a tremendous amount of paper, like studies and reliability and validity stuff on this to to prove this, which is this particular assessment is called the Energy Leadership Index Assessment. And what it does is it really allows me and my clients, they take it, takes them 15 minutes to take the assessment. It takes me a couple of days. It's sort of like blood work. Like you just give the blood and then it's the doctor's responsibility to sort of read out the results. So then my first session with my clients is an hour and a half debrief of that assessment. And it really concretely helps to understand your strengths, your weaknesses, what's working for you, what's draining you, um, and it gives you an actual overall measurement of your life satisfaction as it relates to career, finances, relationships, and, you know, overall achievement and fulfillment in your life. And mm. that, that works as sort of the base level of my coaching with each one of my clients. So it's totally customized. It's very bespoke for them. And then yeah. that kicks off our, our coaching. And I'll just say our last session, we do that assessment again. And if that overall life satisfaction score hasn't increased, I actually keep working with my clients for free until it does. So it's really a guaranteed way to generate awareness that allows you to not just be more aware, which is all cute and fun, but to take the action based on the awareness. Yeah. How do you measure that? um, What do you say? The life? um, Right. So the um, the life satisfaction. So it's life satisfaction scale. Yeah. And I leave it up to them to, you know, to understand and be able to speak to, I, if anyone's interested, I can send all the paperwork of the life for rely. What is it? The validity and reliability of the test. But basically through this assessment, it gives you this score okay. and it's been proven that the score measures out to, to show how much life satisfaction you have as it relates to career finances, relationships, and achievement. Gotcha. Is that just a normal test or survey people can do online, is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure they would need to do it through, it doesn't have to be through me, but it would need to be through a certified um, coach certified with yeah. through the um, company that I was certified or the school I was certified through. Okay, that's interesting. So, you, um, so that just starts out the awareness, right? And then we dig into it and we look at the inner blocks and we look at what's holding you back and all of that stuff as well. So you find people that go through this uh, process of awareness and then taking action from that um, do increase their life satisfaction score over a period of time? 100% of my clients have increased their score 100% of the time. Only reason why I'm comfortable giving a guarantee. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd be be broke. What um, is it? I mean, I guess it's case by case and everyone's different, but is there a time frame that 
people can typically go through this or is it yes, very contextual? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So the whole thing here is that this is not like more traditional coaching where it's, I generally find nowadays, especially with zoom, that it's a lot of like, we meet at noon on Wednesdays and the group talks about things. And then you get 15 minutes with your coach to check in. So this is totally customized and because it, it has to be right. If this is all based on the concept of awareness, you can't really do that as well in a group setting. No. So generally my, you know, so the goal here in the, in the foundational program, cause there's an additional like leadership, excellent ma- life mastery program. But in this, in this foundational program, the key is to get that awareness going. And the other key Lee is to not have them now need me in order to be aware of their left foot, but to give mm-hmm. my clients the, the tools and the skills and the knowledge and the insight to be able to do this for themselves in a sustainable and actionable way. So mm-hmm. generally, this is an intentionally, it's meant to be like a boot camp so that I can get you going. So if you do yeah. want to quit your job, you don't need to wait a year of working with me to get there. So mm-hmm. generally, it's about a three month process, 90 days or about 12 sessions, mm-hmm. but it also just depends on the person, right? So it depends on if they want to do two sessions a week or one session every other week yeah. or, you know, and if we get towards the end and, and they feel like, nope, it's just, we need a little bit more. We just keep working together. I, I had two clients in the last week who got to session 10 and they were like, girl, I I'm ready to just be in action. I don't need to do any more awareness for right now. I'm good. Mm. And wanted to end soon, earlier. So it's cool. Okay. It's totally so what, what is your, like when you're dealing with people first coming into this, what, what are some of the major hurdles you've come across or you come across? One, one major hurdle, mm-hmm. money. Okay. Sometimes with my working moms, there's a little, a lot of anxiety about investing in themselves. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I've yet to talk to anyone who says, oh, actually, that's not true. I did have somebody recently who I said, my guarantee is that your overall life satisfaction will increase. And she said, oh, so you can't guarantee I'll get a job. And I said, no, I don't think anyone can guarantee you're going to get a job, but I can guarantee whether you get the job or you don't get the job that your life is going to be better and you're going to have more joy in your life. And she said to me, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No, I don't want to work with you. I just want to get a job. Yeah. Which, you know, most everybody I talked to, by the way, that woman I hope this is very cynical of me to say, but it's not, wouldn't be unlikely that she then comes back after she gets that job and realizes, nope, it wasn't the job. Yeah. yeah. Still feel lost and unfulfilled. No, but the biggest barrier is money. So the way I do this is I have a lot of talks with anyone before they, before they, you know, choose to work with me because I need to see if I can even help them, you know, and then if I can, I tell them about the program and I've yet to have anybody say to me, it doesn't sound like what I need. Mm. But then when we talk about investing in ourselves, people become hesitant. And it's just, it's sad because we will spend money on a therapist. If we hate our job, we'll spend money on vacations to get away from our life. We will spend money on massages. We will spend money on drinks and cocktails and dinners with friends. Where really, if you do the a front-end investment about that awareness... Yeah. You don't, you know, you may still absolutely. I love to travel. I just got back from a week in Europe. But I don't yeah. I find that I don't have to invest so much in trying to escape my life. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I get people who know they needed the help and they're just ready to go. Okay. Yeah. And I think um, like like anything in life, you'll you'll find that fit as well and you've got to find that fit with, you know, like a coach. If you find a coach that you really gel with, you're more likely to work with them. But that investing piece, um, I certainly found that when I started to get in this field, um, putting money behind me, um, but it didn't make mm-hmm. sense because, you know, I'd spend money on beer, spend money on going out, spend money right. on all these other things. I don't have money. That's why I want to work with Rebecca. And, um, so it's, 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 really, it's really just an excuse, isn't it? But um, look, that it's aside, that's interesting, interesting hurdle um, and a very interesting system. I know you do have a website, Rebecca, um, which is RebeccaBabcockCoaching.com, and you also have a link for us to offer um uh people listening out there a 90 minute free coaching i believe a free coaching session so um i'll stick that link in the show notes for this episode too rebecca any final words from you no i just want to thank you so much and yet just to reiterate because you already said it that i'd love to help anyone who sounds like they might be interested there's obviously a process here so the link is just to we can spend 10, 15 minutes chatting and if I think I can help and it sounds like what you need, then great. I'm going to offer you an hour and a half of just you and me chatting about what's going on. So I would love the opportunity to just help as many people as I can. Over in New York, huh? Yep. Obviously I do it virtually. So I've got clients all over the country. I do have a client in Sydney as well. Oh, there you go. And a few over in Europe. Yeah. And uh, what's your plans for the rest of the evening over there in New York? I am going after this to have coffee with a friend of mine from middle school who I haven't seen in 35 years. 30 okay. years. Wow. How about that? An unusual set of plans. How about you, Lee? What are you going to do? Nice. Your day's just starting. I've got a full day of things going on today, so looking forward to it. Next well, is a little bit of yoga. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Always important. So, Rebecca, you have a nice day. Guys listening out there, make sure you check her out online. And um, thanks for joining us here at the Hidden Why podcast. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do 
everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is The Hidden Why. My name is Lee Martin Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.